This is Grow Your Life with Jason Scott Montoya, a podcast with stories and systems to live better and work smarter. Welcome to this episode of Inspirational People. I'm Jason Scott Montoya, and today I get the opportunity of introducing you to a friend, Jeff Fambro. Jeff, say hello. How are you doing, Jason? Uh, Jeff works with Indeed full-time as an enterprise account manager, a role in business I suspect this crisis has made rather interesting. More importantly, Jeff is a passionate, deliberate, and intentional leader in his family, community, and church. We originally got connected through a mutual friend while Jeff was working for a former employer several years ago, and to our recent surprise, we got reconnected through your leadership at a community church basketball league that our kids participate in um, through Christ Place Church. So, Jeff, thank you for sharing your life with us today. Tell us about you, your story, and where that brings you into this moment in life. Absolutely. Thanks, Jason. And uh, great to be uh, part, part of things today. Um, so I, I'm a, uh, uh, a native Georgian. Uh, I grew <laughs> up in, in Atlanta. I know that's uh, for, for those metro who Metro Atlanta here. or a different part? Uh, in, in, in the metro area. So yeah. I grew up just about maybe 20 miles north of the city uh, in, yeah. a little, in a small town called Dunwoody. Okay. Uh, for, for those who uh, you know, know Georgia, you know, somebody who actually is from Georgia, uh, especially here in the Atlanta group, uh, area, uh, is a bit of an abnormality. So I uh, was born there. Um, went, to, went to high school here uh, locally at Great Atlanta Christian over in Norcross. Okay. And then uh, went to college at Furman University, okay. uh, where... Uh, I studied uh, health and exercise science. Thought it was going to be the next uh, big uh, personal trainer, or you know, work at work with uh, colleges and their sport, yeah. their strength and conditioning programs. Um, after a about a year, year and a half of that, um, and and really getting some some good knowledge about how to work with people and and doing those pieces, I, I met my my now wife, and um, and she uh, you know. You know, we decided, hey, we're going to get married or do these things. I need to get a real job with, <laughs> with insurance and benefits. So uh, I uh, moved in 2008, moved into uh, the uh, the recruiting world. Uh, uh-huh. I worked for a small group uh, that was doing uh, sales recruiting. So that's kind of where I got into this HR talent acquisition world. Uh, we had the, the recession in 2009, and that's where I moved into um, – actually online advertising for a, okay. yeah. a small subsidiary of Google. Uh, can I reach local where you and I yeah. uh, actually got our first uh, introduction together yeah. and it really kind of you know, found this, uh, you know, this world of online advertising and small business and, and working there. So uh, at, at, at that time was there for about two and a half years and then went, went back into the recruiting world uh, and went to uh, work for Ronstadt, uh, which is uh, one of the largest uh, recruiting companies mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, worked in a couple of different divisions, did technology, finance and accounting, yeah. uh, really kind of you know, rounded myself out and, and being able to do uh, kind of working with bigger, bigger, larger groups. Yeah. Uh, helped to open a couple of different offices here in the Southeast. And uh, at that time, one of my former uh, managers had come to Indeed, and Ronstadt had a really, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a plan that you couldn't steal somebody away in a certain amount of time. Yeah. So we had to wait. We, we waited that amount of time, and <laughs> uh, she goes, "I'm going to put your information for my manager. I think you'd be a good fit here." Yeah. Uh, and so uh, went, interviewed, and and now I've been with Indeed for about about two and a half years, working okay. in the enterprise 
space. So I work with Fortune, uh, Fortune 500 and Fortune 5000 companies. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, get to travel all around the country and, uh, you know, working on their, their talent acquisition and, and marketing needs. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and how did you end up being the, the leader of a basketball league? <laughs> uh, well, uh, so uh, let's go back into, you know, uh, the, the different things there. So uh, Christ Place Church, uh, we've uh, been there for about a year and a half, uh, four years ago. Now I mentioned that I've been married. I've got two kids, yeah. uh, Isaac, who is 10, and then my daughter, Hannah, who is nine. Um, and so four years ago, we got involved in, in, in church basketball. And yeah. so and ended up, well, at that time, the league was called Blackshear Place Baptist. And so we got uh, involved with the, with the then director. And as we started to you know, decide on, are we going to we, at that time, we're kind of looking at changing churches. And, and so um, you know, this was one of the connection points. So started talking to them two years ago. Uh, we, got, uh, we got a little bit more involved. Actually, three years ago, I coached and got, got a little bit more involved. Two yeah. years ago, Julie, actually, my, my wife, got, got involved in it uh, as a, an assistant director. And then last year, the, uh, the leader said, hey, look, You've been uh, part of our uh, different groups on, on campus. You're now, you know, going here. Uh, we want you to lead it. Uh, yeah. So I, I was all excited and I, I kind of knew what I was getting into, but uh, it, it, was, uh, it was definitely, you know, getting thrown into the deep end, working with that many individuals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And parents uh, among, <laughs> among them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you know, as we kind of look at the situation we're in, you know, the last few months have completely turned our world upside down. Our work, we're facing a health crisis, an economic crisis, and and uh, you know, what should, how should we be responding to this? How should we be looking at it? Um, how do we navigate it? And what are your general thoughts about the place we find ourselves in? No, I think it's a it's a good question, Jason, and uh, I'm. If by no means uh, am I a medical professional and and you know I just I, I know a lot of, of as much as I read and, and learn and uh, and talk to individuals and, and partners that I have uh, from a you know from a health crisis standpoint uh, you know I've made sure you know wash your hands you know wipe, wipe down things you bring to the house um, and in for for most part I mean our, our family has been very very thankful to yeah. be healthy in that uh, from a an economic standpoint, so I mentioned you know, I work with Fortune 500 businesses. Mm -hmm. I have essential businesses that in the transportation, packing, shipping uh, realm, and I've got retail side businesses. Mm -hmm. And as we know, kind of the, you can't walk in anywhere. So a lot of those retail side have had to slow down or completely stop. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, kind of wait, you know, wait it out a little bit on the other side of that, on the essential side yeah. um, of the businesses I've had, you know, continue to work with them in, in somewhat of their new normal. Yeah. You know, what, what are they seeing? How, how many people, uh, they still need people to come to work. They still need mm -hmm. things to, to get out as we've seen the, the e-commerce space really explode. Yeah. Everybody's at home. You can't, you can't go get certain things. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we have to pack and ship everything. So yeah. it's been a kind of tale of two, uh, two sides is, you know, you've got these essential businesses that are, are either you know, you know uh, situation normal continuing to move forward and you've got these other side that they have to create almost a new normal mm -hmm. and where are they going to go over the next couple of months yeah and so how important is it for them to adapt i mean i mean business is always about adapting and facing crises 
so it's it's not unusual in that sense it's just that more of us are facing it at the same time yeah uh, it's you know I think it is a, you know, as you mentioned, adaptation. How yeah. do we adapt? How, how do we adapt back in 2009 you know, to, to that recession and, and, and coming into what we've seen over the last 10 years of just, you know, growth uh, yeah. along the way. Um, I think for, for the companies that, uh, especially on the retail side, uh, for them, it's continuing to show customers that one, it's safe to come inside, it's, you know, we're, we're doing the things from a social distancing standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, the retail co companies that I've seen, they've got, uh, they've got signs on the floor reminding about social distancing. Uh, they've got, uh, they've put a plexiglass, you know, to, to keep people safe. Kind of, you know, not even a, uh, you know, it's not an illusion because I think it really does uh, help people to stay safe. And here in Georgia, we were the one of the first to, to open up, but it's, it's showing that, you know, showing people that we are willing to change to make sure that you feel comfortable yeah. and as more people come out of their house and go back into restaurants go back into uh different retail settings uh they're gonna they're gonna see okay this is this is okay yeah. uh for those companies that that don't want to adapt i think one they're gonna be forced to yeah but uh even from a a work at home standpoint for me i've always had the, the luxury of working at home uh, it, it seemed it's, it's something that, that I've always enjoyed. Companies are now realizing that we don't have to have everybody come yeah. into the office. <laughs> Some so, of these things, it's like, why weren't we doing this already? <laughs> right. You know, less traffic, less, yeah. you know, less uh, just, just commuter and you're getting happier employees and more productive employees. So yeah. uh, I think it's, it, that's really from an adaptation standpoint, you're seeing different companies figure out different ways mm -hmm. to do business. Yeah. So I guess on that note, you know, when I like to talk about and explore the idea of living better and working smarter. So what does, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to you for, to live better? And what does it mean for you to, to work smarter and, and how do you go about that? Uh, so from a live, a live better standpoint, uh, maybe one day I'll be able to get back, <laughs> you know, back to the gym, but just as, as in, you know, how can, how can I interact more with my kids? I've, I've been able to interact more with my kids over the last two months mm -hmm. than I have, you know, really, uh, you know, when I was at Ronstadt, I was, I was, you know, commuting yeah. 30 miles, you know, each way, two mm -hmm. and a half hours in the car. So I'd see the kids, I really wouldn't see the kids until nighttime. Mm -hmm. And then I'd see them on the weekends yeah. uh, with, with working at Indeed, you know, being able to work from home, I've, I've, I've seen more of them, but now, you know, helping them with school, helping them, you know, so from a living standpoint, you know, there, I think the other piece is, you know, each, each morning, you know, I, I wake up and start with a quiet time. Mm -hmm. I start with, you know, just a, a time that I can get and, and read, you know, uh, reading, reading my Bible and, and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, being part of, of the community that, that I've, I've created there. Yeah. And, you know, so from a, a spiritual wellness, uh, there, and what, what does that, what does that give you by, by turning your day that way off? Uh, it sets the, it sets the tone for the day. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, I'm, uh, you know, I have a relationship, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And so I, I would say it helps me to uh, just, you know, 100% go into um, you know, how, how I should start my day and learn yeah. you know, e each and every day that start with him. And, and yeah. then, you know, everything <laughs> else will work out, uh, yeah. you know, 
and and so it's you know that's that that's what that's where I felt mm-hmm. uh, you so, know, kind of that doing that. Yeah. So let me ask this. So really, what you're talking about is priority of what's most important and placing what's most important first, and and subsequently. So someone who is like in this situation and and their priorities are just all out of whack. Sure. Would you have any advice for them on how to how to get to where you are? <laughs> Um, I'd say from a, a priority standpoint, you know, first of all, write it down. Yeah, uh, it, it's you know, if, if you if your if your priorities are out of whack, you feel kind of discombobulated and, and, and herky jerky. You know, first of all, you know, write down what is what is it that day that I need to get done. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you know, even before I started doing my morning quiet times, you know, I would just, I, I'd have a, a little bit of a journal of, you know, here's the things I need to do today. Mm-hmm. And, and what, and what do I, you know, if I don't get it all, you know, get everything done, how do I move that into tomorrow? Yeah. So uh, I'd say for, for that, the other thing, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then uh, I'd really, you know, I'd, I'd love to talk to you uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and to, to say, you know, why is that? Why not? You know, and, mm-hmm. and what, uh, what, you know, for some, what's holding you back? Because mm-hmm. um, that's where, for me, and making sure that I, I prioritize having that as my priority first. Yeah, things seem things end up yeah. working out the right yeah. way. Yeah. So I, I can see people, you know, obviously in different places, but two two categories from what you just said, in terms of their beliefs and and relationship with God. The some are going to say, "Man, this is a really bad season. It's terrible. How could there be a God?" And others might say. Um, maybe there is a God and I should figure out what that, who that is and how do I get to know him? Um, what would you say anything to, to either of those two, uh, groups? Right. Well, it, it, it's kind of the existential question of, you know, <laughs> is, is there a higher power? Um, I say for the group that's saying, um, you know, why would God allow bad things to happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you know, as a believer, I know that I live in, you know, we live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, since Genesis, since Genesis three, we've lived in yeah. a fallen world. And that's, that's part, that's part of it. There, mm-hmm. there, there are bad things that are going to happen to good and bad people. Yeah. Um, I'd say, you know, in my own life, uh, I've lost a child. I have I've lost my brother. He, mm-hmm. you know, my brother died of a heart attack at 31 last year. Wow. Um, I've seen my dad, you know, from a physical, uh, you know, be, you know, he's gone through geez, you know, 12 different surgeries on his legs, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, from, a, from knees and, and other things. So taking this man who was, you know, you know, bright and vibrant and, and running around yeah. uh, to, you know, now he walks with a cane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so seeing those things in my own life, you know, if I didn't have my relationship, you know, with Jesus, that it would be very hard for me to, to, to be able to, to, you know, get through and not even get through those, but just have that be part of my testimony. Yeah. Um, so for those who say, well, you know, I can't be God, there's bad things happening. I'd say, yeah. well, let's dig into that a little bit and talk through it. Uh, for those who are saying, oh, okay, well, you know, and having even further going, maybe I should look into this more. That's the, that's the kind of the whole, the whole part of, you know, coming to a relationship yeah. uh, with Jesus is, you know, you have, you know, ask the questions and don't be afraid to ask the questions. Yeah. So if, if that is someone, what would you say is a good first step for them? I think a good first step for, for you is, you know, open to the book of John mm-hmm. and, and read through the book of John. You know, yeah. and, and see the things that Jesus went through uh, to, you know, just kind of get, get some, get some more, you know, just kind of, it's kind of kind of, if, you know, if that's, 
you know, where should, where should I start yeah. um, from you know, the other pieces, find somebody who, who is a believer and start asking questions. What do yeah. you do? How um, the, the biggest thing about, you know, having a relationship with, with Christ is uh, it's yours. Mm-hmm. You know, your relationship is not my relationship. Yeah. My relationship is not somebody else. But so you can't outsource that one is what you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. We cannot outsource that. It's not, there's not a, there's not a, a formula about it, but Hey, now the, the, the core concept yeah. is I believe that Jesus is my Lord and savior, that he, he died for my sins and, and rose again. So I, I, I believe in a risen savior. You know, that, that's the core concept, but how we all came about it. I grew, I grew up with, with two Christian parents. I went to church and, yeah. you know, I, I, I decided that at a very young age, I've got a friend. It took him till his thirties, mm-hmm. you know, to, to make, to make that realization. Yeah. And, and, and so, and even, even some it's been in the lot, you know, yeah. in, you know, later than that. So, um, there's not one way yeah. except for the fact that you have to believe that Christ is, is your savior. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of on that note, you know, the idea of mentoring others, leading others, um, you know, that's a big part of just life in this situation. I think leadership is even more important. And what would you say to, to that concept of discipling of mentoring of leading, whether it's our work or family or community? Uh, I'd say that is, uh, if you, you know, I'm actually with my group right now, we're reading through first Timothy yeah. and it talks about, and in chapter two about the fact that as men, we are called to lead. Mm-hmm. We are called to lead in our, in our lives. We're called to lead in our families. We're called to leave mm-hmm. in, you know, lead in, in, in the church. Uh, we're called to lead in our communities yeah. uh, through, through action, through prayer, through, you know, the, all these all these different uh, attributes, those are the things that we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a discipleship and mentor standpoint, um, and indeed I've, I've mentored people. I have, you know, we kind of kind of walk them through how, you know, how to work in indeed. Yeah. Um, and then from a church aspect, there's been, I've been part of discipleship groups. Uh, and so I would say, you know, at no point in in the faith that we're supposed to do this by ourselves yeah uh, i know that there's that there's that quote-unquote <laughs> lone wolf um mentality and it's it's completely false yeah um is that a uniquely american thing or is that a human thing i think it's more of a human thing because because yeah. uh, you see it you see it in a, you know I, I work with some of our partners in in europe and 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 around it you know from an american standpoint we're, we're always told you know, put yourself up by bootstraps and yeah. and and kind of you know that you know, good old american spirit so maybe it's a little bit more built here exaggerated yeah but I think from a, from just men in general standpoint, whether you're in India or you're in mm-hmm. Canada or whether you're here in America, you know, men, men see that if I have to ask for help, there's a weakness there. Mm-hmm. So, so I would say that's the, and that's completely fault as well as Christ actually working through my weaknesses has helped me to be stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, just like with, you know, we're, we're in the Jordan documentary, the last dance. And, you know, you see just all of the things that, that he, that he does to just, you know, be that much better and, and, yeah. and grow. Well, he, there's points where he's, he's in a gym, he's taking free throw shots. It's him and nobody else. And he's just doing that for hours. Yeah. So, so he's working on little weaknesses and little mm-hmm. things that he has to do to build himself up. So yes, he can make those amazing, you know, yeah. amazing shots. So on those that note, I mean, well, you, you mentioned just 
the, the iteration idea. And I think sometimes people can think that in their life, they, they have these weaknesses or they have these pitfalls or they have these struggles and they, got, they sort of want these large sweeping changes. Um, so what are your thoughts on, on sort of little iterations versus sort of monumental changes and, and how that works and which is more effective? Sure. Uh, so I'll, I'll kind of go back to you know, where I am with Indeed. Yeah. Um, it took me 10 years to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the, the, uh, the, the phrase that I, I've heard recently is, you know, for every overnight, overnight success, <laughs> there's 10 years to get of, there. <laughs> you know, to get, to get there. Um, you know, it's you know, doing the, the, the minutiae, doing the small things. And that's where, you know, at, at, I'm, I'm 36. So I'm kind of on the tail end of that millennial stage. You know, you, you have Gen Z coming in who yeah. they, they go, well, I went to college. I've been working here for two months. I should be president. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's the, there's things you got to do yeah. uh, to, you know, to, to, re- Hey, look, if you're, if you're amazing and you do, you know, you kind of pay your dues, there are opportunities out there for you. Yeah. But uh, from, I mean, it's part of it. Know, I guess part of what I'm hearing from you is there's a difference between what you know and the maturity that you have and what, how you can handle and leverage what you know. Is that part of what I'm hearing from you? I think absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As you as you grow and you do things, um, I mean, I, 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 I've got a, there's a VP in our organization who's worked with Google and Twitter and, and all these, mm-hmm. all these, you know, gigantic corporations, very smart individual. And I've been on calls with him and, and he, he, he will, you know, you'll present something and he'll just, he'll just ask, you know, ask very simple question on, you know, well, what do you think about this? And yeah it's just another way to look at it and re- I can go and realize mm-hmm. I don't know everything. I need to, I need to be able to, to be, uh, be flexible and, and, uh, and grow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I um, also like to kind of just talk a little bit about stories, you know, narratives shape how we see the world. We love to consume stories or they're fiction or nonfiction. Um, what's a story parable fable experience that's shaped you and, and how can they help us through, through the season of life that we're in and, and different parts of our life. Absolutely. Uh, I, I love, uh, I love reading uh, military history. Mm. Any uh, particular love, time zone or time frame, like World um, War II versus the Civil War versus something else? Uh, it, it, it's, it's, it kind of changes. I, I grew yeah. up in a World War, you know, World War II buff. Uh, I love learning the yeah. different uh, pieces, but uh, one of the things I've actually done in this, um, and kind of last last couple of months is just kind of you know, you know branching out you know yeah. learning about Alexander the Great or mm-hmm. learning about you know kind of going going a little bit more of civil war yeah. uh, or even recent times I mean we've mm-hmm. been we've been in, in in battle since really 2001 and you know diving into Navy SEALs and yeah. and and how they do things uh, there's a, a one his name is Jocko uh, Willick okay. and and so he he's written a book with um, Leif Babin who's it was part of they were part of the same same unit uh, called Extreme Ownership and okay. it's it's just the story about uh, you know going back to leadership and organizations and organizational control and, and how should you do things, you know, just walking through the battle of Ramadi and, and, and seeing how they did things and how, you know, how you can have that ownership uh, between small units, between uh, the mm-hmm. unit and the larger force. And, um, and how did, how does he describe extreme ownership? Like what, how would he define that? 
Uh, well, I think you know, this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about, you know, with individuals, you know, working through that minutia to get to get to the larger piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the extreme ownership is it's, you know, it comes back to you own your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and for, you know, it's not, you know, okay, the economy's bad mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, this company, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm at a, I'm at a good point right now where I've got companies that are, that are running. I have people on my team where they, they, nobody's, you know, some are going bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how, you know, how do they compare, you know, I mean, we the, could look at that and sort of sit and pity and blame or to the point of the extreme ownership, I go, I can't control everything, but there are some things I can do today. Is that? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I'd say that's a great way to think about it is just, you know, having that, that ability to say, okay, this is what I can't control. This is what I can't. And then this is what I have to pray about. Or this is what I have to, you know, you know it's kind of, it's kind of left up, left up to, you know, to, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I guess does is there anything to the fact that some of the, the the inspirational stories that we're seeing now, you know, how people are are transforming their business or frontline workers, the things they're doing. I mean, what do you think that does for us as individuals and as a culture to see that? I think you need some feel good. Yeah, you know, you, you, everybody needs a little <laughs> bit of feel good with with uh, you know twenty percent unemployment and uh, and and more you know tens of millions of individuals you know taking that unemployment. Uh, or just the fact that they can't go out to their favorite restaurant or they can't go mm-hmm. out. They can't, some, some people, they can't even go see family members. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, to see, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly on, you know, LinkedIn and, you know, just, you know, and so you, more people are putting these videos on or you'll see somebody just, you know, kind of walk through, you'll see a, uh, an inspirational video from, from frontline workers. I mean, we need that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're just watching the news, you know, the, the major news networks, it doesn't matter who you're watching. It's all about, okay, doom and gloom. This week people are dying. These people will have it. Well, there are people who are getting well. Yeah. Know, yeah. You know, about, I mean, 90, 96, 97% of people who ha- who get it are getting well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as a, as a culture, as, as individuals, I, I think we need, we need to understand the, you know, what's going on, but at the same time, you know, really, you know, I understand that there are some good things that are happening. And I think one of the biggest things is, is all of the goodwill that's going out mm-hmm. from people raising money yeah. to, you know, individuals giving up, you know, part of what they earn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, depending on, you know, the sacrifices that people are yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, if this doesn't happen, maybe that, maybe those, those things mm-hmm. don't happen. So yeah. uh, I think it's, it, it's, it's a unique situation. Yeah. So, I mean, you've been through a variety of crises in your own journey. Um, how, how did those types of the stories and experiences and inspiration help you through your own journey? Well, I think it's, uh, it's definitely helped to mold me. It's, yeah. it's absolutely, I, I'm not, I'm not the man that I am today. Uh, yeah. if, if I don't go through those, those things, whether it's, uh, Two actually, I'll give one. So, my wife and I were were married back in in March of two thousand eight, okay. um, and two weeks into our marriage, uh, she's in she's in the emergency room, mm. you know, and we find out that she's got uh, she's got some different medical issues, and then four months later, we find out she's got ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, newlywed, you like know, not supposed to happen. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so it's you know 
all of those different things. She's been through six surgeries, uh, but through that, we've had we, we have two children. Uh, yeah. You know, and and so, you know, that that's one of the things that's helped shape me. Um, mm. From from losing my brother last year, I think it's made it's just it's, it's reminding me about how small my family is. I, I don't come from a very big family, mm. and just uh, being thankful for the times the times I have. You know, this past Mother's Day, just you know being able to actually go, you know, go see mom and, yeah. and hang out and be there and, and do those things. And, uh, it, you know, all of those different experiences, you know, throughout, uh, have definitely helped to mold who I am today. And yeah. I'm either not, you know, I'm not a director of a basketball if those things don't happen, or I'm mm-hmm. not in, you know, at Indeed, uh, or even the yeah. relationship that I have with Christ. Yeah. And I guess for me, I, I'm very grateful for the, the crisis that I've been through, um, because it, it feels like it, it's helped equip me for the current one, you know, and I'm so much better off to be able to respond and take that ownership and, and lead. Um, when things are uncertain and scary or stressful or anxiety inducing, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, as a small business owner, I mean, that's, that's something that, that you, you know, you've been up and down and, you know, in and out. And um, my wife actually, you know, she owns a small business as well. And so you know, we've, we've seen those, you know, struggles. Uh, and, and so, you know, having it help equip us uh, for, for now and just go, okay, you know, here, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're able to, we're able to push through. Yeah. And, and part of it too, I think is, I think, and this may be a human thing and maybe America's a little bit more exaggerated, but just this idea of this sort of unrestricted ambition, you know, we're kind of pursuing, pursuing it's more, it's more, it's working more, it's accumulating more, it's whatever. And now we're at a point where it's like, you know, we're, the reins are being pulled back, you know, (laughs) in a way. And there's an interesting opportunity to go, what are we going to do with those limitations? And, and innovation can come out of that or time to rest and reflect is another opportunity. Yeah. So, yeah. Were you going to say something? No, I was, I was going to agree with that. I think the, because, uh, you know, coming out, you know, March 9th, we had our, uh, you know, we had a championship game. And, yeah. you know, I was already in the, in, in the, you know, the thought of, okay, I'm going to be in this, you know, traveling to this, we're going to move on mm-hmm. to this sport and then, Everything All your plans stops. <laughs> got stopped. Everything stops, and and so you know, you know, basically on March 11th and March 15th, and it's it, it is allowing for time to calm down. And mm-hmm. I mean, and do you, do you are you nothing. grateful that you you were able to slow down, or do you I, miss I am, the I, activity? <laughs> I, I mean, th- there are certain things that uh, I think I think we miss from you know being able to. You know, I'm a sports guy, and yeah, like to go out, yeah. and, and but at the same time, been able to you know just. Hang, just hang out at, at, at home yeah uh, yeah and do and do those things or <laughs> not you know in an airport or yeah uh, you know having to you know just continuing to go yeah 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 it's interesting we, we still haven't gotten our nba playoffs yet <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> but maybe it'll innovate some new way to present it and the experience that might be better than than it was before so so Absolutely. let's talk about systems you know whether they're technical or human we're all a part of and creators of systems and they direct, you know, they inform how we think, how we act. And a lot of times systems affect us in ways we don't realize that they're affecting us. And that now we're sort of in a situation where a lot of those systems are, are changing or, or tweaking or mm-hmm. pausing or shutting down. So what do you think about systems? Do you use them? Are they important? What are your thoughts? 
Uh, I think, you know, having some type of system, some type of way to just organize yourself is a, uh, it, it's absolutely, you know, necessary. Uh, you know, going back to my morning quiet time, I have a system mm -hmm. of, you know, kind yeah. of how, how I wake up and, uh, you know, get the day started and, and then, you know, how I go through that uh, to, um, you know, to maybe answer a couple of questions and just for myself, not only just to read, but you know, a system of, of, of putting information, applying what I read to, to what I'm doing each day. Uh, from my work, uh, you know, we use a, a enterprise CRM. So mm -hmm. all of my information goes into that and yeah. I, I can look and see, you know, how should I prioritize my day? Mm -hmm. um, and, and then from just a, you know, kind of a personal aspect, uh, you know, uh, a lot of times if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't exist. So just, you know, having some type of, um, you know, reminder, you know, what, you know, what is next yeah. uh, there, just you know, using the things that we have uh, to, to make sure that you're, you're just you're kind, of, kind of meeting your daily checkpoints along the way. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that you get resistance to, to systems when they start to intersect with other people? Or do you find the people you, you interface with uh, embrace that? Or is it a a hybrid of the two. <laughs> I think it's a hybrid of the two. You know, for some people, uh, you know, and I'll go back into, you know, I kind of brought my corporate world into, uh -huh. you know, the, some of the things when we, we did basketball and I think it really kind of, it, 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 <laughs> we're going, wow, how, how do you do all these things? Like, it's what I do on a daily basis, yeah. you know, working, working with you, companies. They think you're a Superman because of how much you're able to do, but a lot of it's the system. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. I mean, I, I've, and then going back to our previous conversation of, you know, the, you know, the minutia, well, I've built that system over, over 10 years, yeah. it's just kind of a, you know, a daily cadence of what, you know, what am I supposed to do and how am I supposed to do it? So I've been, I've been used to that. Yeah. And, and so and sometimes I have to remember, okay, I need to pull back. I, yeah. I, I don't need, I don't need that level uh, in certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, um, you know, to kind of start closing out the conversation here, um, you know, life can be unfair, it can be challenging, but it can also be joyful and prosperous. And right now it's a bit of a roller coaster, like you said, depending on even what business you're in and your, the, the luck of the dice in the sense that where you're at. So what would you, what would your parting words of wisdom be for people um, as they just journey through life, but also this situation we're in? Uh, I think it's a, you know, it, it's, it's very well said is, you know, we're in, we're in a, a crazy time. Uh, we're in a time that there's a lot of uncertainty. And so I mean, my, my parting, my parting things would be go to things that are certain, mm -hmm. go to things where there is truth, go to things that, uh, that you're, you know, that you can't control. You can, yeah. you can control how you wake up in the morning, you can control mm -hmm. how you go to bed at night, yeah. you can control, um, you know, you control your, your, what, you know, what you read or, or if, if you are you know, fortunate to be, to be working, uh, you can kind of control some, mm -hmm. some of those you know, different cadences. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not working, okay, well. To, what are the steps that I need to do? Uh, back in 2009, I was, I was laid off, yeah. uh, you know, in, mm. in, in that, and it, I spent 45 days, I mean, every single day, you know, just systematically going out and looking for work mm. um, and, and, and throughout the years, uh, if I needed, you know, if there yeah. was a situation, okay, what, what did I need to do? You know, um, I also so, I mean, any, yeah. yeah, well, I was gonna say, you know, working at Indeed, you know, is there any advice you would give to people that are trying to find work in this season? Uh, I, I would say one, 
come onto the site, you know, <laughs> si- sign up, uh, and you know, it's completely free to yeah. to add to add a uh, to add your your account and your and your resume. But at the same time, there's so many different things on there. There's different assessments you can take. Mm. There's different uh, places that uh, employers can come and find you, and mm-hmm. there's there's plenty of, of jobs out there just because certain companies are not hiring doesn't mean that other companies you know, yeah. are. Uh, and it, maybe this is, this is the best situation for you where uh, six months ago, you would never think that you would ever leave your company. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is the, this is the jumping off point for you to find that, for, the, you know, the find that pants you to go do that thing that you should have been doing a while. Absolutely. Ago. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe you didn't like where you were. Well, mm. okay, here you go. You know, here's, you know, here's how you, how you can go out and find something else. So I'd say for the indeed uh, aspect is there's great resources, there's great information and in how uh, individuals can, can continue, uh, you know, finding that next, that next role. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what about communities and families? You know, what would you say to them? Uh, I'd say for, you know, communities and families, first of all, start, you know, start in the family aspect. You know, if you're, if you, you know, and lead, you know, lead there, you know, and you know, as, as a man, my job is to lead my family internally. So, you know, whether that's reading your Bible with yeah. them, uh, praying with them, you know, and, and just kind of trying to interact, you know, yeah. and, you know, whether it's a, a you're trying to help your, your kid out with one of, one of their uh, assignments, you know, do those things. And then at the same time, you know, continue to maybe reach out to those neighbors around you that you normally wouldn't. Mm. Um, and, you know, going back to the isolation piece, this is not a time to isolate. It's time to, you know, kind of, you know, take a look around. There's, there's not much going on. So, you know, mm. see what else is out there for you uh, and, and, and where you can excel. Yeah. So, Anything else you wanna you wanna share that we didn't get to or that we missed or that's been on on your mind or heart to share? Well, I think this is a, this is a pretty cool platform, and I and I appreciate you having me on, Jason. And uh, I would say you know for for individuals uh, around if there's an uncertainty there, you know, going back to what I talked about before, you know, yeah. do you have a relationship with Christ? And and if you do, awesome, continue, you know, yeah. to to pursue those individuals. Uh, you know, churches out there doing so many online things now. If you don't, hey, you know, love to have a conversation with you and and, and discuss that and see, uh, you know, where you know where it is that, um, you know, what, what questions do you have? Yeah. Um, and, and at the end, at the, at the end of the day, and and I know that you know, I'm I'm afforded an awesome opportunity to work with Indeed and and help uh, help people around the world. Mm-hmm. you know, to find that next position. And whether we're in a pandemic or we're we're yeah. in great times. Um, I, I, it's kind of a, you know, we're helping mold the way that people go out and find their next opportunity. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the really cool thing and why I stay in this town acquisition HR space is I'm helping somebody possibly get to where they, they couldn't go mm-hmm. on their own. To help facilitate and, that change and growth. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can people connect with you um, or if they're interested in working with you, what, what's, what's the best way to do that? Sure. Uh, you can always find me on LinkedIn, uh, okay. uh, Jeff Ambro, um, and I'm the I'm the guy that I'm actually I think I'm wearing the same shirt uh, <laughs> in in that in that link. Um, so absolutely, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's really the only social media platform that that I'm on. I don't have you know Instagram and and Twitter and all these yeah. other things. I kind of try to keep it nice and small. Yeah. Um, you know, message and you know, I'd love to love to talk. Uh, 
and you know if you're in the flower branch uh you know beaufort georgia area um you know once we get you know we, we go have a cup of coffee yeah that sounds good well thank you so much for for sharing and, and joining us absolutely thank you jason For additional stories and systems to work smarter and live better, visit jasonscottmontoya.com. That's jasonscottmontoya.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and we look forward to having you listen in to the next episode of Grow Your Life. Music